On this episode, we have another installment of our Main Street Magic Community Q&A. Today is January 25th, 2022. This is episode 429 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. But if you want even more content, including in-park, resort, at-home live streams, discounts on Main Street Magic merchandise, and a whole lot more, you can visit wonderlandcrew.com to check out our Patreon group. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan your next Disney uh, Universal vacation, maybe look to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to msmears.com to learn more about our wonderful travel partner, Melissa Pilgrim, with ears of experience, and fill out a form for a free quote. So we love doing these uh, Q&As every couple months or so. Mm-hmm. And so we put out in the Main Street Magic community, you know, ask uh, any questions, Disney related, Universal related, podcast, life, whatever. <laughs> and we had a, we <coughs> had about 20 or so uh, great questions. So we're going to put this into two different episodes, one today, part, well, technically it's our seventh one will come out Friday, but it'll be kind of part two of this week's or this month's series, I guess, of Q&As. Sound good? Okay. So sure. we're gonna we're gonna get into these. We've only quickly glanced at these just to kind of have a little idea of what we're up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first from Danielle says, What is your perfect universal day? Must do rides, snacks, and a meal. What are your what do you what are your must do rides at Universal? Well, I love um Escape from Gringotts. Yeah. That's my I would probably say that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, I like you know, I'll ride Velocicoaster and stuff with you, but I don't know. I think just the whole, I just love that whole. Yeah. I mean, it tells such ride. a great story and it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not your standard coaster. Um, not that Velocicoaster is your standard coaster, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I, w- I, Gringotts, I think is on my list. Um, I say, what is yours? Yeah. I mean, Hagrid's Velocicoaster, oh, you know, too. hitting a couple of those big ones. Um, and, and I mean, as outside of even rides is just getting, just enjoying, like love the wizarding world. We always stop mm-hmm. in to what, um, the hogs meet and get a drink and, you know, and just mm-hmm. like, just those things, just kind of even outside of attractions is just enjoying the surroundings and walking through and visiting some of our places like Finnegan's for a drink or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And as a meal, I would say actually one of the Harry Potter places, either hogs meet or, um, the other one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Three um, broomsticks. <laughs> yes. Because we have eaten there mm-hmm. and they're good. They're good food. Yeah. I mean, for, for, a, for a snack, I would say the jacket potato. Yes. 100%. So golly, that puts us almost completely right. I know. We're really hitting all of, of Wizarding uh, World was, for the most yeah. part. Those jacket potatoes outside of Diagon Alley, yeah, they, they are, are so, so good. good. There's a shepherd's pie one that's yes. really good. Yep. Uh, even just a standard loaded one. Very, very shareable because this is a huge potato just stuffed with filling. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, for my meal, I, I like any of those in the Wizarding World, but I'm probably going to exit uh, and go hit something up on City Walk. Mm. You know, or, yeah, or, I'm going to say Mythos. that. 
Okay. If we want to stick inside the park, I yeah, really yeah, want to go true. back to Mythos. That's true. Because I started to say, I was going to save that because when I when you said we glanced over these. Yes. Um, that just popped in my head, too. So, so um, I'm going <laughs> to stick in the park, and that's why I'm going to. Yes, but Mythos is a very good one. Would be perfect for the sit down. Yes. Uh, their lamb burger was outstanding there. The octopus salad is one of the few octopus I actually really liked that mm. Michael and I had. So. No, thanks. Um, next one going to Tara. She says, uh, what is one item you think is overrated in all of Disney? Or better yet, maybe by like category of food, restaurant, resort, uh, same thing for underrated. Or she's basically saying like, what's maybe an unpopular Disney opinion or universal opinion that you think we have? For example, Tara does not like Dole Whips. Um, I agree, Tara. Overrated, I'm going to say turkey leg. Oh, yeah. I think it's the most overrated food item in all of Walt Disney World, potentially. (laughs) And I don't like the Dole Whip, just the regular... What is it? Pineapple. Yeah. I always, if I'm going to get one, I always do the swirl. Yeah. Um, I don't like just the plain one. So I think that plain one is overrated. Yeah. If you ask me. But. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so too. And and then if you're, you know, talking about maybe getting into like rides or um, resort stuff, I mean, yeah, I don't know for resorts for me still. And I love what they did with the refurb in the lobby. And I do like the rooms, the contemporary still, I think it's just overrated for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm really glad that it's getting some love and it got Steakhouse 71 and they are again, you know, the lobby looks wonderful. But I don't know, it's still it it looks better than it was, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't like draw me in where I think. So I just think that's the most overrated resort. Do you think there's one? Are you kind of agree along with that? Um Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think. There's so many that I don't think any of them are really too totally overrated yeah. maybe like you said the contemporary yeah um, um a ride for me is probably space mountain you know people still love that lineup for it yeah and I, it's just it's, it hurts it hurts <laughs> it we're older does. now yep I, I don't know if yeah i think it's a combination of us getting older and the ride getting older as well like yeah. we're all getting older and so yeah i i just but i think underrated let's see let me think what i was gonna um say about that like I mean, Skipper Canteen at Magic Kingdom, I feel like, is underrated. Yep. I think it's fantastic. We've always had great, and some people have. Unfortunately, um, one of my friends did have a bad experience, but it was mm-hmm. really late in the night. So I wonder, too, if maybe kind of like they were kind of like Universal, maybe. Right. They just kind of, I don't know. Well, and, and, and yeah, and I mean, in Skipper Canteen, you know, w- w- there are some places, you know, we go and we've had once, and we have a great time and the food's all right. good and then we just assume that that place is right. always good but we've, gone we've been there several times, times. Yep. yeah and like you said it's always been on point for us um so yeah i don't think it's too common to get a bad meal there um i'm trying to think like maybe underrated <coughs> rides or attractions um but i honestly i think navi river journey is kind of underrated yeah you know the the i feel like that's had a bad rap for so long because it's always been it's so short <laughs> right it's short, and so people just, you know, and certainly waiting any length of time for that short of a ride, but it's still a really great ride. Yeah, I, I love mean, the shaman. Yeah, is... yeah, at the end, the shaman at the yeah. end singing. I mean, that animatronic is amazing. So, yeah, for Universal, um, uh, <clears throat> over overrated now, and I think it goes along with Space Mountain as we get older, Rip Ride Rocket. Man, the last time we rode that, it was killing me. Yeah, I don't like the Hulk. I think that's under yeah. overrated. Yeah, I, I, yeah and personally. It, <laughs> but I think but we just me. I think we put both of these at overrated because they hurt us. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. It's not because they're like not good rides. I just yeah. wish they were smoother and maybe we'd like maybe. them better. 
I mean, I, just for now, I'm going to say Finnegan's food is overrated. <laughs> Until we go back. Yeah. And, and, and have I a think, lunch or something. And I think maybe those uh, potato jackets are underrated. Yeah. You know, people always want to talk pretzels and churros and ices and, you know, all your common great theme park snacks. But man, these potatoes are so good. And it's a meal. It eats like a meal. Yeah. Um, 100%. And and it does probably fall under our snack requirements from that episode. But uh, I think that one's really good. I think um, Aventura is is overrated in general as far as resorts. Yeah. I think for us, we just don't really care for it. Not that everybody's like saying it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I think the endless summer dockside and surfside and in suites are un- currently underrated. Okay, I, yeah. I, you know I don't know if enough people still give them credit yet. Yeah. Um. And so I, I would say that's probably on the underrated sign over there. But I, we don't really have like I don't think we're really the types that have like hot takes though. Yeah. We don't we don't have that a lot. You know, it's not like I'm gonna you know. Uh, well, I guess we do have some probably shrimp and things like that at boathouse that oh would be goodness. that could go my overrated but um yeah so josh with uh his his fine fine wisdom as always said is if the universe is finite what would beyond the edge of the universe be like i i'm i don't know like Mar- marvel movies like i'm just thinking of like <laughs> universes beyond like guardians of the galaxy and there being an asgard and there being or you get to the edge of the universe and it's just a mirror of this universe but it would be like the bizarro universe where you remember where everything's like flipped oh. so that's probably what it is okay. some sort of multiverse i'll just go ahead and agree a couple with more spider spider-man i think probably over in there yeah spider-man uh maybe over in there all right leah ask what's your favorite sit-down restaurant or bar lounge at disney springs why don't you pick a restaurant and a like a bar lounge well, i mean some of them kind of match up to I, be honest. and i was honestly gonna say polite pig really yeah Wow, we've got to go back. I know, and I and that's where, like, so I was. That's where I glanced at these some, and I'm like thinking, and like, kind of even looking through Disney Springs Resort. I mean, um, restaurants, and mm-hmm. I, I just, I love Polite Pig. I love that you can walk up to the bar. Yeah, uh, I love that you can sit out there in the bar area and order and eat food and drink, and yep. and people watch and oh, it's, it's one of the best people watching spots. Place I think. Yeah. to like hang out. It's a great place. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like um, Splitsville too. That mm-hmm. outside. And yep. A lot of times they'll have live music, which is super cool. But honestly, if you're gonna ask me, what is my favorite sit down? I think I'm gonna go with Polite Pig. Okay. That's a that's a great choice. We need to get back there. Yes. Um, we haven't been to this place in forever, but again, it's one of those that has left such a lasting impression. The times that we went, and that's Morimoto. Like that's another one we really uh, we we got to find a time to go back. I mean, we've you know dined there a couple times. It's always been absolutely outstanding. Um, we're really loving the boathouse. I mean, again, you know, I'm, I I think we're learning lessons to not Are order we? shrimp entrees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every you know. Everything else, the lobster roll, get steak, get salads, raw bar, all of that stuff, I think. Um, their oysters, Rockefeller were outstanding there. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's definitely, I think, one of the best. And then as far as just a like truly a bar lounge, Jack Lindsay's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Or Wine Bar George. Yep. Sitting upstairs. I like actually sitting upstairs at Wine Bar George instead of the mm-hmm. little downstairs area. Uh, you can get the flaming cheese. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think those are the spots. I do wish that, well, there's a lot of, it's a lot of the outdoor areas. Stargazers is a great, like, bar 
lounge area. Okay. Right? Like you said, Splitsville outside yeah. there I think is perfect. Uh, Wine Bar George, you know, even even Paddlefish up on the roof. Yeah. There's a bar in their seating area that you can relax, get drinks, get some food. Um, highly underrated. Something I feel like people don't even know it exists. Yeah. Moving on next to Allison, she asks, if you could add one Disney IP to Walt Disney World that doesn't already exist in the parks, what would it be? Uh, what type of experience would you want it to be? Dining, ride, hotel, show, etc. What is um, an IP not being used in the park or maybe not being used enough? Well, I started to say. <laughs> Technically, um, yours is, correct? Mine, I would like. So you've got the tangled bathrooms and the lanterns there. I would like to see back behind the bathrooms open up and there be maybe a tangled ride yeah. or a show or um the snuggly duckling for the dining. Um Yeah, go if you go if you've heard when we this is what birthed theme park shuffle with myself, uh, David yeah. and Logan yep. is uh, we originally were doing our magic kingdom bars here on the main street magic feed. Yeah. And we had to design a bar, you know, basically or a lounge. And yeah, mine was the snuggly duckling. Yep. And I looked, I mean, at where it can fit and stuff can all fit back there. They can. The they can? Yeah. I mean, there's space that they could make back there. <clears throat> I think a, um, a, a, a dark water ride would be amazing. With the Dangle. floating lanterns and everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that would be perfect. Um, for me, w one that is is not used at all is the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yeah. I think. Where would you put it? Um, I, I, I don't know. I just would put anything anywhere for that. I mean, it can. I think we have a question later about the World Showcase that I can probably uh, dive a bit more into that. Uh, I'm always going to want more Princess and the Frog. We're getting that with Splash Mountain. Right. Um, so I hope that much of that area will be converted a bit. To, okay. to you know not just the ride but again coming out with gift shops and a you well, know i mean it's maybe all a kiosk with food and well, i just started to say like they have um where it's briar fox's patch or whatever yeah. to go so they have to change all that right? right yeah yep and then there's that other gift shop that's right outside of there but then, cool. but then you have to have all that it's still an interesting choice you still have to have all that then theme into the rest of Frontierland and Big Thunder Mountain, yeah. which is which is off. The time period and everything is way off. Um, <laughs> I mean, this almost would have been better over. Well, no, because that that's way off too. I don't know. I don't know where they could have, yeah. where they could have put this. But I'm glad we're getting some yeah. Kiana and Princess and the Frog. Yeah. But Emperor's New Groove, um, we'll talk about a little bit later too. Matt asks. Well, he says, uh, my wife and I will be going to Universal Orlando at the end of February for a long weekend. If we we're going to do one sit-down restaurant at City Walk, where would you choose? And he says, we are not picky. <laughs> what are you choosing for one sit-down? I would probably have to say Cowfish. Yeah. Or the Italian restaurant. Yeah, right Vivo. There. Yeah, Vivo. I, I would highly, highly recommend Vivo. Um, especially for like a date night type yeah, of thing. Especially you can sit outside if the yep. weather's nice. Yep. Um Cowfish is so good. Now, I know there's cowfishes in other places. Like, if you live in Charlotte, I'm pretty sure there's a cowfish in Charlotte. Oh. If you live in Charlotte, you're probably not as excited, maybe, about cowfish. Okay. We don't have one near us. Correct. Except at Universal. Right. And I think the food is so unique. The atmosphere is wonderful. And there's such a wide range of food. Now, he said they're not picky. But, right. again, it's one of those places that we could go with my parents, who yeah. are picky, 
you and I could eat all kinds of weird sushi and like <laughs> mashed up, you know, fusion burgers and all. Right. And my parents could still get a plain cheeseburger. Right. Or chicken or something. So right. I think that's what makes it so good. Um, Big Fire. I, I go back and that's forth on one. recommending Big Fire. Why? Only because you have to be in the mood for and love that oh, flavor of smoke and fire. Yeah, that's true. Because everything tastes made, like fire. Right. Um, that's true. Which which is good, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes I don't know. Maybe I want a really good steak, but I don't want it to taste like the actual fire and charcoal. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how everything is there. But I would probably say cowfish would be my final answer. Yeah, like sure. I said, that one or Vivo. Yeah. Um, I guess depending, like, if you want Italian or yeah, if or want... or if you're looking for something maybe that is a little bit more romantic in a sense, then you would right. probably go to Vivo. If right. you're looking for something much more chill, laid right. back, you're going to do. Cowfish. And if you want more options, like burgers mm-hmm. and sushi, and if you are not that you're not picky, but if you're like, oh, let's you know go ahead and do cowfish because we have a plant like lots oh, to yeah. choose from. Yep. P- definitely pick. Um, Cowfish. Yeah. And if you can, if you can recommend it or how busy it is, that second door outside seating at Cowfish is awesome. Second story. Second story. Yes. Yeah. I think it's awesome. You can, again, another great spot for people watching. Yeah. You know, looking out over that edge and all. All right. So Sean asks, and here's what I was referring to just a bit ago if you could add a country region to the world showcase, which would you pick and what IP would you tie in? I would do Peru and it would have the Emperor's New Groove tied in and we could get Kronk's coaster then pull the lever and that's how that's where the coaster starts pull wow. the lever crunk, and go down and do a coaster and all and you you know there's there's spots this is very theme park shuffle ish as we've been kind of working through mm-hmm. the world showcase lately with this ip cot uh challenge that we've been doing but yeah for me i think the food would be outstanding yeah. um i think it would be absolutely beautiful and we get Cusco and cronk and yzma and all the wonderful emperor that would be new amazing stories and characters how about you what would you like to see if you could have a new country um i guess australia maybe, uh, that was of course that's what i was wondering if you were gonna say um but i don't know what i'd put in there um, Tom holland <laughs> <laughs> why do you put tom holland in there he's not australian i don't know and i was thinking of uncharted <laughs> oh, yeah. coming out and I, th- I don't know if that's Australia. well i mean I'm there's just, yeah, they're not allowed to put Thor in there. I just started to say, or um, <laughs> I guess you yeah. could just do that with Chris Hemsworth. Chris and yeah, just just have a, just have a Chris Hemsworth walk around character. Yeah. It's not even <laughs> like tied to an actual IP or movie. Uh, yeah, I think Australia would be yeah outstanding. I really do. I um, and yeah, I mean, it is a hard one to think of what you would you would truly tie IP wise, but um, I, I'd love to see Mary Poppins go into the United Kingdom like yeah. originally planned. You know, and as far as we know, that's been scrapped. Um, But I would absolutely love to see Mary Poppins represented in there with a ride, like an actual ride, not just some meet and greet or some little carousel, like a legit ride would be amazing. All right. John asks, he says, uh, your meal per diem for one late afternoon evening and following morning afternoon at Disney Springs only as a solo traveler is 85 bucks. Uh, Where do you eat, especially if your per diem came from a theme park media site? Yeah. Theme park media sites, give us eighty five bucks. I'll go test this out. <laughs> what what places would you be looking at eating? Just say doing. Um, I actually was going to say dinner. Morimoto, okay. which is funny. Yep, I would do a nice dinner evening at Disney Springs at Morimoto. Um, morning, I mean, you're probably spending your eighty five dollars there at Morimoto, unfortunately. Um, but if you don't, 
if you are able to get just a single person, you know, just get maybe a few appetizers and something to fill yourself up. Yeah. First of all, you're going to have amazing food. Um, but second of all, I would either do the following morning at Homecoming Ooh, or yeah. possibly House of Blues. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, the like you said, if you go to Morimoto and you do some apps, you're going to have to, if you could keep it to 50 bucks mm-hmm. and have 30 left over for breakfast. So the hard thing is you got to take, well, does it per diem, I would assume it's just going to go towards food because John... Uh, is stating if just say it was a theme park site that was sending us to do a report, right? Um, then I alcohol normally would be excluded, so it'd like that would be coming from your own pocket, right? So that's not going towards our eighty five. We're just looking at food, right? It's funny. I was actually going to say Morimoto Street Food, right? Or there, for more ba- there just for more bang for your buck, right? Because they have gosh, their food is so one. Good. I mean, you could get one of their like yep. noodle bowls or pho bowls, and then get the so sticky good. ribs. Mm-hmm. And, and you're done. You're going to be full. You're going to have a wonderful, wonderful meal. Uh, next morning, I'm going to Everglazed. I think their breakfast sandwich, remember when you got the breakfast <laughs> sandwich yeah, on that yeah. sweet roll, is absolutely delicious. Get yourself a coffee. Um, the, yeah, and then as far as snacks, actually, if you're going to go into the next afternoon a little bit, I would go to Pizza Ponte and get a slice. Okay. So that could either be lunch the first day, dinner at Morimoto Street Food that night, and then Everglazed the next morning, um, or yeah do another slice of pizza that second day or something like that so all right gary asks what do you miss from the pre-pandemic disney versus now uh it could be anything regulations for covid or changes to fast pass uh dining or characters i personally miss fast pass i i, I was always okay with fast pass and we really? went enough that i just grabbed the three ahead of time we knew we were going to ride three rides whenever we went if we wanted to do something else we did we were there that last Friday to Monday. Now we went, got up Monday and came home, but we were in parks all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. We rode one ride, and I didn't ride any because yeah, because we just, I mean, and not like we were walking up to a bunch of rides, going nope, too long. We weren't even looking at them. Right. We just we don't tend to do rides as much anymore. Um, so yeah, but but if we had three fast passes each of those days, we'd have done three rides each day. I think. Yep. Um, I miss I miss the Hoopty Doo review and uh, yeah. Spirit of Aloha, which. We'll be back at some point. Yes. But we still don't know when. Right. So I'm still considering that is something I miss from pre-pandemic Disney. Uh, what are some changes that maybe you like? What do you miss? What what maybe are some changes you're like, all right, let's just, let's not well, do this Well, there anymore. were some changes that I did like, but then they uh, ex-nate yeah. them. Uh, my favorite was the parking where they would skip a parking, yeah. but then they'd fill it back in later. Yeah. So I wish they would still do. I wish they would, too, because you're still filling in the cars. Yeah. So it's just fantastic because you don't have to worry about if you're trying to get out. You don't have to worry about anything like a car being next to you or somebody hitting your car or. Yeah. Or on people that don't pay attention. Right. I know. Um, Yeah, that was that always was good. That was my favorite. Um, And I love. I loved too how they weren't like fill in every available seating or sp- I know space we're, we're back or to that and all you're back to that which I mean I mean whatever I, I don't park reservations yay or nay for you oh I don't care um because you don't do them <laughs> no correct I but, mean really so then I guess I they'd be a them. no for you uh, you know honestly I, I I don't I still don't mind them um it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me right. we we've, we've not yet, had a We've yet to have an issue getting 
a park reservation right. for a day that we wanted. Right. More so for me is the after 2 p.m. hopping that I'm a thumbs down. Okay. You know, I I, so I, wish that I miss come. I miss all day hopping. I miss that if you wanted to, you know, because uh, Animal Kingdom opens early, you get to Animal Kingdom early. Maybe you go ahead and rope drop flight of passage. You ride it. By the time you're done, right around then, Dawa Bar's opening. You grab yourself a drink. It's 11 a.m. and you're like, I want to go to another park. You can't. Like that, I miss. Okay. Um, that makes sense. But uh, you know, an after two is not horrible. No. But I, I just. I think about uh, we were at Hollywood Studios. You know, we made that change of plans when we were at Hollywood Studios and we were going to hop over to like Epcot. And Rachel was coming to meet us because we decided not to do the Steakhouse 71 lunch. But I remember around one o'clock, it's like, all right, we got an hour to burn till we can kind of right. you know, technically get into Epcot. Now we started to slowly right. make our way over. We got there right at two. It was right. fine. But I definitely... I, I think I miss that ability, but, okay. um, you know, still with a lot of staffing issues and a lot of CMs who are out sick with right. COVID and stuff like that, I still believe in the long run, the park reservations are just here to stay because logistically Disney can plan everything. Absolutely. They can plan their staffing, which you hope causes for better staffing and, you yep. know, uh, proper staffing so that your experience is better. You know, they can plan for food. They can plan for basically how many people they know will be in the park that day. Right. So I don't think they're going anywhere. But, yeah, they don't really bother me too much. Okay. Um. Do yeah. you do you miss like meet and greet like the old school yeah. meet and greets as yeah. opposed to these distance ones yeah. or the cavalcades? Yeah. I would like the cavalcades to stick. Around. I like the cavalcades, but I miss the meet and greets because like. I would love to hug them. And yeah. Like Tinkerbell was always, that one was always so, so good. Yeah. Like just that interaction and everything certainly are missing. Um, but I would like, I would like parade to come back to magic kingdom. Yeah. But keep the cavalcades at Epcot Hollywood studios and the boats, uh, the boat cavalcade, we'll call it animal kingdom. Right. I absolutely love and adore yeah. that. I would like to That's see fun. that stick around. Yeah. Okay. And finally, for this round, and then we will pick up the rest of the questions on Friday's episode, uh, John asks, what are some of the worst food choices you've ever made at Walt Disney World? Oh, oh I feel like man. this is a sad one to leave I on. know. I mean, it. we ended up, if you listen to our Citricos review, I mean, it ended up being that that hamachi is probably one of our least favorite things we've had, even mm -hmm. though we were able to fix it with soy sauce. Mm-hmm. That's not the dish it intends to be. So right. as far as the dish that it's supposed to be, I, I think that's up there with some of the the kind of worst. Well, unfortunately, we um, had a very not very good experience at all at Monsieur Pool. Yes. So that was very disappointing. We have not been back yet um, because I would, I would love Disney to ask us back. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Just... With as bad as the experience of food we had, not cast members, they were fantastic. Um, but the food, it was just sad, and so I'm I'm not ready to rush back and spend my money, and hope you know, yeah, that it's you would hope that it's good, but I mean I yeah, outside of Monsieur Paul, and there was something going on that night. I don't know what was going on in the kitchen, but yeah, because because we had so many people that that's. That absolutely love this place. I mean, again, right. the good reviews far, 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 far outweigh the bad ones. Uh, we just unfortunately had a bad one. But right. I, I can't really. Th I'm trying to think if there's been something that literally we ordered, took a bite and was just like, I can't even finish this. Like, I can't. I don't feel like there's ever been anything like that. Um, I mean, one. Of I the, mean, there's been festival foods where sure. I've tasted and I'm like, nope. 
nope, I'm done. Don't like it. Yeah. Well, the bone marrow is not going on your worst list, huh? You no. probably would have thought so at first. Maybe. Yeah, I can't think of anything just bad. I mean, you know, I, I every time I order octopus, I realize, you know what? I don't like octopus. Why do I keep ordering it? I just don't like it. I keep thinking like somebody's going to do it right. But again, because I don't think there's been a good one at yeah. Mythos. Yes, it I was very good at Mythos. Why. Because um, you had it, you liked it, and then you were excited to try other ones. Yeah. And unfortunately, you have not come across one that you have liked. No. So, and so I'm, I think I'm just stopping. Like, <laughs> and, and I've probably eaten octopus at, you know, six to eight different times throughout probably. Disney World, probably. So, yeah, I can't really think of anything that's just bad. Um, I did not. I, I, one of the places I really want to get back to, they're finally reopening. It's been a long time. Flying Fish. Oh, yeah. I didn't have the best experience. That's right. The but time we, we went, but everybody else everybody did. Everybody else did. Um, I, and I, I mean, that's where, too, like, sometimes I felt like you just, not that you're too picky, but that you just know food so well. Yeah. Whereas I don't, but. And do you remember you the dish I had had octopus in it at Flying Fish? Did it? Yep. Yeah. It, was not, it, it was like a, I think it had like shrimp and octopus and some other stuff. And remember we got that shrimp cocktail and I think we, it was mm-hmm. like six shrimp. For I don't even know how much for like twenty bucks or something ridiculous that it came out to like a dollar fifty or two dollars a shrimp, <laughs> and they weren't like even that big. So uh, me and shrimp just don't, apparently don't get along at restaurants. But yeah, so nothing really that I would say are bad choices. We've never had really really bad food outside of the full almost beginning to end experience at Monsieur Paul. Just wasn't good. The bread was excellent. <laughs> I do remember that part. Yeah. And that was about it. And I think sad, we got though. soup or something. Yep. Like we almost need to go. I want to go back and listen to that episode again. But um, thank you everyone so much for the questions. We truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we will go ahead and answer a whole other round of wonderful questions on Friday's episode. Uh, at any time, though, you can always hit us up with questions. We can just answer them in the Facebook group. If you go to uh, Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic Community and ask to join. Again, check out WonderlandCrew.com and also uh, kind of redoing our merchandise shop over the course of this week. So I will be making an announcement about that. We're going to move everything over to TeePublic, um, kind of narrow down some designs and do some fun stuff in the future. Uh, so keep an eye out at MainStreetShirts.com. And as long as you're out on the internet, hit that subscribe button. You get the brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And we would absolutely love if you could leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.